Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is the name I use at Starbucks when I pick up my quadruple frappe latte mochaccino. No, I'm just kidding. As you can probably tell, I don't, I don't know that I've ever ordered a coffee at Starbucks. Uh, not a huge coffee person, but I get my kids a lot of stuff there. So, anyway, I was at a meeting recently where someone shared about the value of being crude. C R E W E D, crude. In that context, he meant having a crew of sober people around you if you want to build a strong, lasting sobriety. Can you be sober without a crew? Can you just go to meetings and work with your sponsor, maybe sponsor a person? Yeah, you probably can. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't suggest it. Uh, it doesn't work for me. I know that. Um, so I totally agree with the idea of, of getting crewed up, as he said. Um, I probably tried 10 different combinations of putting together a crew and crews are, you know, they change all the time. So I'm only now beginning to see the best kind of crew that works for me. Again, as always, the optimal way to do sobriety is subjective. It's different for everybody, but I do think some of my experience, some of my tips that I'm going to provide here probably apply to a lot of people uh, listening to this, a lot of so sober people. Let's start with defining what a crew is. This is my opinion. A crew is not just a long list of phone numbers. It's not people you see at meetings sometimes, and that's it. My definition of a crew is that it's more than three people and less than 15 that know you, something like that, somewhere between three and 15. Maybe it's 18, maybe it's four, I don't know, something like that. Um, and these are people, they see you at meetings, they give you a ride to meetings sometimes. You give them a ride to meetings sometimes. You know their phone number and you use it. You know, if you type in their number, there's a long chain of texts and phone calls that have happened. Maybe you hang out. Maybe you even hang out outside of meetings. You hang out, go to the movies, have uh, barbecues, whatever. Um, these, are, these are people who will call you out if they don't see you for a while or they see you and they spot some bad behaviors, and then they call you out on that. That's a crew. So a couple of tips uh, that I've experienced about assembling a crew. This is how you do a crew. Um, first of all, make sure it's not all the same person. If you are a 35-year-old dude with two years sober, I don't think you want all 35-year-old dudes with two years sober. My best networks of close sober friends have always been some newcomers, some people with a year or two, some people with mid-range sobriety, 5 to 10 years, and then there's some people with double digits, 10, 15, 20, 30, that kind of, that kind of uh, sobriety. And so my best crews always have nice balance. Second thing that I thought of is I don't think the old adage of men with men and women with women completely applies to a sober crew, but it should probably be mostly true. If you're a 30-year-old dude and you only hang out with sober women – and you date women, I don't know, man. Um, you might be asking for trouble there. And some of my best friends, my best sober friends are women. Um, and uh, that's awesome. I, I, I wouldn't be where I am in recovery without um, contributions of uh, all genders. But I still, I think I'm better off with a tight-knit crew of mostly men for the same reasons that that old adage ever was invented in the first place. Uh, I don't think I need to elaborate too much on it. Everybody gets it, I think. 
Um, you know, I don't think you want to be sponsored by someone you want to date, that kind of thing. Um, I think my crew right now is probably rolling maybe 10 deep, 15 deep, something like that. And I think it's about 70% men, 30% women, something like that. Third thing, make sure the crew is flexible. I'd always be on the lookout for adding or subtracting members from your crew. It is not like a hall of fame where you retire. These people are in and they're always in and that's it. It's a living, breathing thing. I think I haven't, I don't think I've ever purposely ditched somebody from my crew, but I've moved or they've moved or sometimes people go back out. Some people just stop going to meetings, but they don't drink again. I've changed meetings and had people fade a bit as members of my crew of that inner circle um, I've transitioned to mostly evening meetings these days after doing mostly morning meetings for a while. So I didn't have any breakup with my morning buddies. I just don't see them as much. I still love them. I still talk to them, but it's infrequent and not a lot of face to face time sometimes with, with some of these people. And because we go to different meetings, they don't really know about my consistency and I don't know about theirs. So it's like, I'm not going to yell at them for, um, it just, it's not as close. Uh, the fourth thing, sponsees as crew members, uh, sort of, I, that's why maybe, I don't know. I've gone back and forth on this. I definitely consider my sponsor to be an essential member of my crew. Um, but I don't think that necessarily has to be the case. I know some people who have very teacher student kind of relationships with their sponsor or even like a coach player boss underling kind of relationship because they need uh, one of those like really authoritative, um, things, but that, that usually doesn't translate to my definition of a crew. I think you probably want some distance there. You don't want to be at barbecues together. I don't know. Um, I haven't really had that relationship with a sponsor, to be honest. I'm always very, very close with my sponsors. And, um, and as far as sponsees in the crew, I, I think that could definitely work. Um, I would consider that the case with me right now. And I don't ever think I'd want to have a crew, where the six it's six people and they're the six people that I'm closest with in sobriety and they're all my sponsees. I'm not sure I'd be getting the right nutritional value from that kind of dynamic. And the last thing, uh, I don't think your crew has to be every crew member's crew. And by that, I mean that if I have a crew of, let's call them, let's call their name, let's say they're named Biff Boof, Mike, Michelle, Ted, Hank, and Fred. You know, what is that? Two, four, six, seven people. Um, if that's my crew, I don't think that means that Biff's crew has to be the other seven people from my crew. There's probably some overlap between crews, but I do think people would probably benefit from not having the exact same team of 10 people without any outside voices. That sounds very isolating. Um, so, like, you choose your own crew. And that's a great thing. The same way, I mean, in some ways it's similar to higher power. You know, we don't all have to have the same power. I don't think we all have to have the same 10 go-to people. But I'll tell you, I can't, I can't even emphasize enough how valuable it is to have a crew. And so that would be my closing statement. You know, one of the biggest phrases I think about in sobriety, once you get past the like, how do I not drink? And you get into the like, how do I stay sober? How do I cope with life? That level of sobriety, sometimes it comes three months into sobriety, sometimes 10 years. You never know. It's different for all of us. Um, I think you want a crew 
at that point. I think you really want, and the, the phrase that comes to mind is, I always ask myself, am I in sobriety or am I around sobriety? Around sobriety means I don't really have a crew. I'm just kind of sitting in the back at a meeting once in a while, not doing any step work, et cetera. And so that's why I want to be in recovery. I want to be deep. I want to be in the middle and to be in the middle. I think a crew has a tremendous impact on that. So strong suggestion. Uh, I think, I think, uh, Hey, it's worth trying pick 10, eight people and work closely with them for three months and see how it goes. Uh, I know it's worked for me. So those are my thoughts on getting crewed up, be as crude as possible. Um, if you have any suggestions, I'd love to hear yours too. Comment on this post. Uh, if you find me on social media, comment there. Thank you for letting me share.